Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Really, really, really cold stuff. And uh, my wife went up and uh, skied. She was at uh, Hidden Valley today. And uh, said it was really cold. Snow was great, but it was really, really, really cold. And here we are in February, and you would expect that's exactly what we get. And once we get into February, we also pause and look around and reflect on things that we can learn and things that maybe we didn't know or things that we had learned but had forgotten and now want to maybe teach ourselves again as we are in this time of Black History Month, and the city of Pittsburgh has certainly been doing its part to showcase things. Last year, during the month of February, we were talking about a lot of different issues having to do with jazz, and that was a theme that we have looked at because of, obviously, what Pittsburgh's role has been over the years in the jazz scene. But we also are going to be looking now at a slightly different part of Pittsburgh's past and its culture, and we are joined now by Brandon Diamante. He joins us from the city of Pittsburgh where he is the program coordinator for the Office of Special Events. Brandon, how the heck are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. You know, I think last time we talked, we were talking about like an outdoor movie that was going to be taking place in the summertime when it was like 90. And now you're (laughs) on and I think it's nine and we're trying to stay inside as much as possible, right? We need to find something that we can talk about when it's, say, 45. Can, Can we work on that for next time? Yeah, absolutely. We can work on it right now with uh, our Black History Month event that's coming up. Well, and you've got a lot of different things planned. And August Wilson is a really big part of what you're doing with the August Wilson Archive and some of the other things that are happening. So help us to understand a little bit more about who August Wilson was and why he became one of Pittsburgh's favorite Native sons. Sure, yeah. So American playwright, born right here in the city of Pittsburgh in the Hill District. Um, all of his plays have gone to Broadway at this point. He's most famous for his um, American Century Cycle, also known as the Pittsburgh Cycle, which is a collection of plays, uh, nine of the ten of which are set in the city of Pittsburgh. Um, so he really, he really is Pittsburgh's uh, native playwright mm. who went on to be known you know, all across the world. Fences, obviously, was the one that Denzel Washington was involved in, right? That was a Hollywood picture in addition to being a play, and a lot of people learned from that. What can we learn from him, though? What are the things that we can take away from his work, whether it's just sort of something that we as Pittsburghers would understand or that would be universal truths? Yeah, sure. So he really represents, you know, not just, you know, black history in the city of Pittsburgh, but, you know, the history of the city of Pittsburgh um, and a lot of his plays center around, you know, sort of identity and, and finding yourself um, through his works and some of the conversations he has between his characters and some of these, uh, as you mentioned, Fences and some of his other well-known works, including, um, you know, The Piano Lesson, uh, which also won a Pulitzer Prize for Drama. And there, there's a lot, there's a lot to really digest here. And we hope everybody can come out and see it in person. And if you can't, you know, make sure you're following us on social media and online so you can get it all there, too. So help us to understand, when we come down to the city-county building, it's going to be there all during the month of February, during Black History Month. What will people see as part of the archive? Yeah, sure. So we've got lots of memorabilia, um, props from his plays. we got handwritten notes. We have um, 
you know, a prop from one of his plays, seven guitars. We have an actual guitar down there. Um, and there's a lot of materials, including some artwork of his that people may not be familiar or, or even known that he um, had done in this collection. So there's a lot of really interesting highlights here that are all presented by um, our partners at the University of Pittsburgh's library system in celebration of the August Wilson archive. The other thing that I think will be fascinating is to be able to hear some of the the series of interviews that are uh, recorded and basically giving people an opportunity, you know, to hear from those who knew him, to those people who worked with him, and and things like that. Who are some of those folks, and and, and what are what are some of the stories that uh, that you think will resonate? Sure. Well, one of the most important and the most interesting, in, in my opinion, is uh, we have Salah Udin, who was not only starred as Jim Becker in a recent production of Wilson's play Jitney, um, but he's also a personal and childhood friend of August. And uh, to hear some of the stories of, you know, them growing up together in the Hill District's heyday and what it was like, um, that, that's really interesting to me. And, and you can catch all that on our website, too. And we also interviewed a Pittsburgh playwright and Mark Clayton Southers. Um, we interviewed Denise Turner and Chris Rothen at the August Wilson House um, and a couple others as well that you can all get at pittsburghpa.gov forward slash events. Do we have a way at this point, and I, I think it's safe for us to say that you know, we're a little bit biased, right, because it's Pittsburgh and we love Pittsburgh, um, but do we have a way to really understand how significant the work that he has done is on a national or a worldwide basis? I mean, is it possible, or do we just have blinders on that makes us say, that's August Wilson and he's Do you see what I'm saying? I mean, help us to, to put that in perspective. Sure. One of the most interesting stories I heard through this whole research process for this event uh, was talking to Pittsburgh playwright uh, Mark Clayton Southers, who uh, mentioned to me that he thinks August Wilson's work had a profound impact on uh, Barack Obama actually becoming elected as the first African-American president um, in the United States. And that is by putting black life on the stage uh, and exposing it to a national audience uh, to to people who you know wouldn't be privy to that to to able to be subjected to that kind of um, culture and what was really going on um, in some of these in some of these different people's lives and that's a story that you can hear on the website as well where he goes more in detail about how he thinks exposing people uh, through August Wilson's work exposing people to Black life really helps people um, you know appreciate uh, understand and and have an impact on you know the election of Barack Obama, which is just a really fascinating uh, insight into the subject matter. So if it opens somebody's eyes to say that's possible, you don't limit yourself to say, eh, it's never happened before, right? I mean, that's that's kind of what drama sometimes can do for us. Absolutely. And even, you know, a lot of people aren't aware that you can make a living as a playwright, um, especially not in the city of Pittsburgh. And, you know, there's a lot of local institutions here um, who hold up August Wilson and continue his legacy by putting a lot of his productions on. And, you know, not just these well-known plays, but they're doing a lot on the local level as well uh, to bring arts and culture uh, to the city of Pittsburgh. So it really is quite profound. Uh, the impact he's had on the area. Brandon Almonte is a program coordinator, Pittsburgh's Office of Special Events, talking to us about Black History Month and the August Wilson Archive. Again, it is downtown. It's an opportunity for you to see it at the city county building. It's in the grand lobby, right? Is that where people just they literally come into the lobby and you can't miss it? That's right. It's absolutely free to come down and check it out. Uh, it's open on weekdays from 8 to 6 p.m. And like I said, if you can't make it down, make sure you're following us at PGH Events Office 
And that's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you're going to be able to see that content um, coming out on our social media all month long, too. Really good stuff. Brandon, thank you so much for being here. We always appreciate the fact that you're so well prepared to talk about the stuff that's going on with the uh, Office of Special Events and projects that you're working on. It's always great to have you on KDK. Thanks so much for spending some time here. Thank you. Thank you. We'll talk to you again. Very good. Brandon joining us here again from the city of Pittsburgh and what they are doing to honor the life, the work, the legacy and the power that's been left behind from the written word of playwright August Wilson. The August Wilson Archive at the City County Building from now through the end of February, part of Black History Month. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives Executives, streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.